0: A CDC committee will decide whether to resume the Johnson and Johnson vaccine rollout. Three in ten healthcare workers are considering leaving the profession, and Democrats plan to add more healthcare provisions to the upcoming infrastructure bill. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, April twenty third, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Today, a Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Committee is meeting to decide whether to resume the country's rollout of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. The CDC and Food and Drug Administration recommended last week that states hold off on giving the shots while experts investigated six cases of rare blood clots in younger women who got the vaccine. The committee may decide to resume the shots to a limited population or, following European regulators, include a warning about the risk of blood clots but continue administering the vaccine because the benefits outweigh the risks. But getting the CDC panel to resume the rollout is just one of j and problems. An FDA review found the Baltimore Emergent Biosolutions Manufacturing Plant that ruined 15 million J&J doses had unsanitary conditions and procedural problems. Emergent and j said they're working to resolve the issues. The FDA hasn't yet certified the emergent plant, and none of the doses made there have gone to the public. J&J shots currently only make up about 5% of the COVID vaccines distributed in the U.S., and the country has enough doses of Pfizer and Moderna to vaccinate all adults. But the pace of vaccinations is slowing. Over the last week, the country is vaccinating about 3 million people a day. That's a drop of 11% from the previous week. Government officials in many states are trying to remove all barriers to make it as easy as possible for people to get the shots, including getting rid of appointments and allowing walk ins. And President Biden this week is offering employers tax credits so that businesses can give employees paid time off to get the shot. Working in healthcare during the pandemic has been incredibly traumatic for many doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. According to a Kaiser Family Foundation and Washington Post poll of 1,300 healthcare workers in February and March, 3 in 10 are considering leaving the profession. Doctors, nurses, and other healthcare workers told the Post the cumulative impact of seeing so many patients die, fighting with people to wear masks, and fearing for their own health and safety has left them disillusioned. This could threaten the already looming shortages of certain doctors and nurses the country was facing prior to the pandemic. Healthcare executives told staffing company Avant Healthcare Professionals they expect to have more vacancies this year than in previous years. The company surveyed more than 100 hospital executives in January and February. 70 percent of those surveyed estimated losing between 5 and 30 percent of their staff this year. To address these openings, some healthcare organizations are turning to new nursing graduates and some are planning to offer higher pay and signing bonuses. The debate over whether healthcare is infrastructure continues in Congress. Thursday, Republicans proposed their infrastructure package. The $568 billion plan is a quarter of President Biden's proposed $2.25 trillion dollar plan. The GOP bill is focused on physical infrastructure like bridges, roads, water systems, and broadband projects. Also on Thursday, Democrats introduced a bill to lower prescription drug costs. The legislation would allow the Secretary of Health and Human Services to negotiate some drug prices for Medicare. While House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the bill would be included in the Democrats' infrastructure package, she's facing pushback from Republicans and some moderate Democrats. Another health care component included in the Democrats' proposed infrastructure package is the $400 billion devoted to home care. A portion of that money would go toward better pay for home health workers. With a growing elderly population, home health and personal care aids are among the fastest growing jobs, projected to grow almost 30% in the next 10 years. But they're among the lowest paid. The median wage for these jobs is only about $12 an hour. The Brookings Institution finds that nearly a fifth of these workers live in poverty. According to a GIST healthcare analysis of fair market rent data across the country's 50 largest metro areas, many individuals in healthcare support jobs, including home health and personal aides, but also medical and nursing assistants as well as phlebotomists, are housing insecure. Here's GIST healthcare director of Member Insight Michael Quayo. And we found that in general, these healthcare support workers just can't afford to live in the majority of these areas. So even workers that earn in the top of the distribution for their occupation are completely priced out of living in cities such as San Francisco or Seattle. Taking a look at healthcare stocks for-profit hospital operator HCA Healthcare said in its first quarter earnings call on Thursday that patients hadn't returned to pre-pandemic levels. Emergency room visits were still down 18 percent during the first quarter of this year. Nonetheless, HCA still reported profits of $1.4 billion last quarter. And shares ended the trading day up 2.1 percent. The broader sector was down 0.43 percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.